Hey friends, before we start the show, I want to invite you to check out my brand new free training all about how you can start your own freelance business from home. In this completely free one hour training, I am going to share with you exactly how I was able to leave my full-time teaching job and replace my income by freelancing and how you can do the same thing too. We're going to talk about how you can find skills that you already have and what services you can offer, as well as what you need to actually get started today. So you can go check out my brand new free training. It's my gift to you at aubreymalik.com forward slash free training. That's aubreymalik.com forward slash free training. And we will link that up in the show notes for you. All right, now let's go ahead and dive on into the show. Hey there, friends. Welcome back to the show. I am super excited to have my friend Lane Booth on the podcast today to chat all about what it takes to be a million dollar mentor. And I know you're going to love this conversation with Lane and talking about how you can really use your gifts and talents that you currently have to up level your services and step into a new role as a million dollar mentor. So I'm going to introduce you to Lane. Make sure that you stick around until the end of the episode because Lane shares a really awesome gift that I cannot wait for you to join and be a part of. So just stick around to the end so that you can get all that good information. But Lane Booth is known as the data metrics and KPIs go-to for small businesses. She spent over five years developing systems in her own agency, The Project Booth, to support small businesses to scale to seven figures and beyond by harnessing the right metrics for growth. And now Lane teaches others how to do the same while making more money and reclaiming their time so they can get back to running a business that they love. This is such a powerful episode. There's so many golden nuggets in here. So grab a pen and paper. Let's go ahead and dive on into this episode with Lane Booth. Welcome to the Freelancer to CEO podcast. This is the podcast for overwhelmed freelancers who are ready to simplify and scale their business so they can earn more and stress less. I'm your host, Aubrey Malik, and I'm a former elementary teacher who launched my own freelancing business, and now I want to share all my secrets with you. Each week, I'll be sharing business strategy, systems, and tactical tips that you can take into your business today so you can finally step into that CEO role you desire. Let's dive on into the show. Well, hey there, Lane. I am so excited to welcome you to the podcast today. Hey, I'm so glad to be here, Aubrey. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. I would love to just start off our conversation with you introducing yourself to my audience, letting them get a chance to know who you are and what you do. Yes, my pleasure. So hey, everyone, I'm Lane Booth, and I love helping people bring the data, not the drama when it comes to starting, growing and scaling their businesses. And one of the easiest ways we found that that can happen is by really getting to know your numbers. So you feel confident and clear on what decisions to make next so that you can successfully and confidently grow your business. I love that. I know that I, this is a conversation that I'm going to need to hear. So I'm pulling up a seat and getting my pen and paper ready to take notes. Um, I would love for you to share a little bit of that backstory of what inspired you to get started with this business. Why, um, why this path and like any of that backstory that will help us understand that. I think it's so important for our listeners to hear like where people come from and how these businesses come to life. Yeah, absolutely. I know for me, mine, I dabbled for a while, but it really came down to this this one moment where I was having my second baby 
I was on maternity leave and I just really knew that I did not want to go back into the office. I did not want to go back to my nine to five, did not want to go back to corporate, you know, report up to another boss, uh, having someone else tell me what to do and how I should be spending my time. And I even remember like, you know what, I'm going to dye my hair freaking purple right now so that I am like putting this line in the sand and I'm not going back because it was so important to me at that time to, to be more present with my daughters, my two daughters at that time. And when that became my priority, when that became like my number one, why it was like, why, why am I doing this? If like the whole reason I was excited to start a family, to be more present with my daughters. And here I am working till six, seven o'clock at night in a job. I'm done. Like I, this cannot continue. I'm drawing a line in the sand. I'm deciding right here and now in these imperfect conditions, by the way, like who leaves their job, like right after having a baby. Um, and and just really decided to go all in for me because I knew I would never regret going all in and at least attempting and trying and giving it my all to make this leap. But I did know that I would regret if I'd never tried. So that for me, like that was the the real trigger, the real starting point of making this happen, finding a way to build a business that I love in an online space that is virtual, that allows me a ton of freedom and flexibility. There are so many correlations from your story to my story, and I didn't even realize this. So I started my business when I was pregnant with my second. I was just two months shy of giving birth to him. And it's so funny that you talk about like you had to draw this line in the sand by dyeing your hair purple. I always, when I first started my business, really it was just out of, it was out of that necessity of I want to be at home. Like I want to be the one that's raising my kids. And I really just saw this as at first a means to an end. Like I will just do this for now until my kids are in school. And once they're in school, like I will go back, like we'll, we'll be at this, you know, I'll teach at the school that they go to and we'll go to school together. They'll be able to come my classroom at the end of the day. Like I just, that's what I saw. And I, for the longest time still had that in the back of my mind of that's what it was going to be. So I was in this weird place of like one foot in one foot out. And every time like a new school year would roll around, I would have people, even people in my family being like, are you going to go back to teaching this year? Like, is this the year? And I would always be like, I don't know. You know, like, I mean, maybe, I don't know. And I just kind of would be up in the air about that. And finally I decided I have to draw my line in the sand and I, I can't continue to grow this business and what I'm really passionate about now if I'm still toying around with this idea of I'm going to go back to the classroom. And of course, like I know if, you know, all hell breaks loose and for whatever reason I needed to do something different than what I'm currently doing, like I know that is always there. Like I have that degree. So I could, if whatever reason, fall back on that. But I had to make that decision of no. That is not something that I'm doing. That's not something that I'm pursuing anymore. I'm stepping over this line and saying full-fledged, I'm doing this. And I think that's such an important step that you need to take if you are really serious about growing this business. Absolutely. And I mean, think about like, it's, it's the first step, but it's the hardest step too. Because like once you decide, then it's like, okay, how am I going to do this? Not if I'm going to do this. Right. So true. Okay. So talk to us. This is going to be a little bit off topic from what we're going to talk about today, but I think I want to, I would love to get your perspective too, because you shared a lot of these feelings that I know a lot of moms are listening to. Do you have any thoughts on 
why you think now more than ever, I mean, maybe it's just because we're in this online space and we see it more. Like we see moms being more vocal about, no, I don't want to send my kids off to somebody else to raise them. I don't want to have to work a job just to you know pay for daycare. I don't want to have to work a job where I report somebody else and have to ask them, is it okay if I take time off? And what if my kid is sick? And all these things. Do you have any feelings on why you think that so many moms are are, are drawing their line in the sand and are wanting to make that move to have that more freedom and flexible life as opposed to, well, I just got to, you know, I've got to get this job and I just have to bear and grin it. Like they're, they're starting to realize that there's other options available to them. Oh, I love this question, Aubrey. And, you know, it was back in the day, not, and not terribly long ago that, you know, people thought it was impossible to run a four minute mile. And so for decades and decades, centuries, like, no one ran a four minute mile. And then the moment I, I don't forget his name at the moment, but the moment he broke the four minute mile record, like 28 other people followed suit within a few weeks and months. So I personally feel like the pandemic and all of its challenges, it also spurred this opportunity and this awakening that yes, things can still happen. We can still support each other. We can still earn a living. We can still support our families in ways that were considered unrealistic in the past. And for me, I've just seen the online space. I mean, I got started in 2018, but man, 2020 really just exploded the opportunity for online business. Like even my husband that works, you know, for the, the city IT department, um, you know, in a, in a, city government location where all they knew was in person show up, you know, nine to five, even he was able to move into this online remote working position. So if other corporate businesses are doing this, it's like, well, why not small business? Why not, you know, personal businesses? Why not? Why not moms as well? I love that. That's such a, I like, it's such an interesting way to think about it, but it's true. It's like, sometimes you just need somebody to like pave the path before you and kudos to that person, like for doing that, for stepping up to the plate. And then for all of us to see that it's possible to be able to do that. I love, I love that you share that. All right. So let's dive in to what we're going to talk about today, which I'm really interested in on all about your business, about numbers and knowing your numbers and why it's important. So how do you do this? Like, how do you, like, I know it feels like such, like, I, I think about it, like, numbers at, at some point seem so simple. And that the other, on the other side of the coin, it's like, oh my gosh, this feels really daunting. How do we start to pay attention to those things? Like how do we make that even a priority? Mm, such a good question. You know, one of the things I've seen people fall into like two camps and at the end of the day, like everyone technically knows that you should know your numbers in your business. So why don't people do this? <laughs> and what I found is that it does, like you said, Aubrey, it feels daunting, uh, especially if you're not familiar with it or you're not sure what numbers to look at. Um, and so one of the we decided that, all right, well, if everyone knows that they need to know their numbers, but it's just not easy enough for them or it feels complicated or it feels daunting, how do we take all that away? Like, how do we make it not daunting? How do we make it easy? How do we make it simple? How do we make it just like, 
you know, show up on Monday morning with your morning coffee. And that's where we found dashboards, much like a dashboard in your car, but having a business dashboard for your business that bubbles up, that hooks on to the software and the systems that you're using already in your business. And just having that pull up in front of you with a couple of key numbers each day, each week really brings this new light to what's happening in the business and provides a repeatable system that you can use, you know, month after month, week after week, day after day. So what are some of those, like on this dashboard, what are some of those numbers that show up? Yes. This is what probably one of the most common questions I get is like, okay, Lane, like I'm, I'm, I'm seeing where you're going, like, but what actually, you know, goes on this thing. And so, um, I'll just give you a bit of an analogy. Like if you think about a dashboard on your car, uh, you know, you've got a gas tank, you know, how much gas is in the tank right now? Or am I halfway? Am I empty? Am I running on fumes? Am I at full tank? Um, you know, how hard is the engine working right now? How many RPMs is this going up to? Some of you might have a GPS, uh, built into your car or something that you use in your car. So like, where, where am I now? What's my destination? What's the roadmap that I'm going to use to get there? And so we need those same kind of indicators on our business dashboard. We need to know, you know, how much cash is in the bank, kind of like gas in the tank, right? So how much, you know, cash is in the bank, how much, um, energy and cash can I infuse into the business as needed? Um, another key metric that shows up on the dashboard is um, is your funnel or your marketing strategy. What are you doing to bring in leads, to bring in sales? And can we see if there's some some broken areas? Can we see if there's some leaks in there? I like I often will talk to folks about their their marketing strategy is a bucket and sometimes they're filling their bucket full and sometimes they're filling their bucket, but there's a ton of holes in it. So how can we really look at the numbers to tell us, hey, you've got a hole in your email outreach or, hey, you've got a hole in your landing page, uh, people opting to book a call with you. It's too low of a conversion there. Uh, Or sometimes it might be, hey, you know what? People are coming to you, but you kind of suck at sales right now. Like, let's figure out how to uplevel that skill set so that you're not, you know, having a leaky hole at the at the end of your opportunity to increase sales. So those are some of the key metrics that we tend to see. But at the same time, I will share, Aubrey, like everybody's really custom. And so one of the challenges I see is that people try to template this out. And, you know, what works for, you know, a, a um, service-based business may not work for a brick and mortar business. What worked for them may not work for an e-commerce business. So I, I share with folks, I really am a firm believer in customizing the metrics that are going to make the most impact for your business, not everybody else's. And that's the, another key shift I see. Uh, needing to happen for most businesses, whether you're starting or whether you're growing. I love it. I love that it. I love again. I'm like all about analogies, it, for, especially for things that feel very complicated for me or just feel overwhelming, like numbers, like looking at the data, like looking at the metrics. So anytime you can break it down to be like, okay, it's just like how I look at my car dashboard, and I know like when do I need to go get it serviced, and when do I need to fill up the gas tank, and when do I need to like slow down um, on the gas pedal, like all that makes so much sense to me. So in your business, you have your agency side of things, but then you also are teaching other people how to do this. Is that correct? 
Yes. So we start, like I said, I started in 2018 uh, when my second daughter was born. So at that point we were creating dashboards for small businesses through our boutique agency. And then about um, 2020, 2020, actually, uh, we started this like idea of like, hmm, I wonder if other people would like to know how we do things. And so we started teaching our agency um, and advisory framework to other online service professionals on how to add dashboards to their suite of services so they could support their clients better and make more money in the process. I love that. So what do you, the people who usually come to you for, to learn that, to learn about the dashboard process, what do you see what is their background? Like, are they coming from that, like accounting bookkeeping background or is it more like you see people come to you that have a certain, um, like skill set or just like a, a certain kind of, um, like certain qualities in them? Yeah, that's such a great question. And it, it has been a bit of a blend, but we definitely see some common themes. Uh, I will say most of our students that come through do have some sort of corporate background. So whether they were in sales or accounting or uh, marketing or maybe in the operations space, they know that, hey, I, at some point I've had to put some numbers together to share with like my boss or share with the VP or share with the president, share with the leadership of the company. And so for those that have already built out that skill set and being able to bring the numbers when it comes to making decisions, uh, and you're not afraid of the numbers. Like we've had some folks that we've helped, you know, affirm <laughs> their skill set. But if you're, if you're, I will say, if you're scared of numbers, you find them daunting. Like there's probably a better path for you. But if you like numbers, you find them interesting. You think they bring insight. You like looking at them. And that's typically a great indicator that you could be including dashboards in your services and helping your clients more and helping you honestly serve them better. Yeah, I love that. So. People are like, okay, I, I feel like this is an area that I excel in or I at least feel an interest in, but I know that anytime like we're looking to add something new or even just make a pivot, there's a lot of fear and overwhelm that comes with it. So what do you see holds people back from maybe adding this to their services or maybe even just thinking about like, oh, I, I could p potentially do this to up-level my skills and my services? Yeah. One thing that we see come up time and time, Aubrey, is most of the time our students coming in ha have been doing something in the online space for, for a time. So they've typically been you know, either a virtual assistant or online business manager, maybe an operations support person in some way, maybe a bookkeeper. And they've been used to doing the doing in the business. And so when you're busy being a taskmaster and getting things done in the business, it sometimes feels like you've got to keep doing that piece. Like you've got to keep doing the doing or your clients won't want to work with you. And one of the key shifts that we've seen for folks is that they've actually got to step into this new place because the doing, it just lends itself to you know, getting paid, you know, trading hours for dollars or maybe creating like these small packages and really just a a smaller, more, um, less opportunistic view of what's possible in their business because you limit your, your capacity by how much you can do for the client. So you max out pretty quickly. 
And so the key shift that we need to see people make is really stepping into more of this strategic advisor role. And what's great about that is, especially if you've already had corporate experience, if you've already worked in the online space for a while, the great news is like, you can decide right now to be someone different. Like you don't have to get permission for anyone. You can just decide right now, like, yes, I'm going to move into this new role. I am going to really focus on my strengths. I've, I've done my apprenticeship. I'm ready to move into this new role and really step into more of a strategic advisor. And so where I see people uh, getting stuck is actually being able to decide for themselves that, oh, yes, you know what? I do, I do want to move in that, in that direction. I do want to be more of an advisor where I can handle more clients, where I can charge a premium and where I'm not at my client's beck and call anymore. So helping them move into, well, what could being an advisor really look like? That's something that we, we really help, um, our, our folks go through in, um, in some of the resources that we're <laughs> going to share in a little bit, but um, that's the biggest shift that, that we see needing to happen and helping people step into that is one of our favorite things to do. Yeah, I can totally relate to that. I think even just coming into the online space, I see it with a lot of my you know, ladies that come through or just are even thinking about it, they'll, they'll use terms like, well, I'm just a mom or I'm just a teacher. I'm just this. And sometimes in order to take that step into, I mean, you're not just anything. Like I, I wish I could remove that word from that title because even any of those roles are, you have, you know, you have plenty of skills. There's plenty of things that you are doing that make you worthy and qualified enough to step into a new role. But one thing that I like to tell people is just like start referring to yourself as this new title that you want to step into. So if you want to, you know, offer strategy or, you know, you want to do this more higher end role that seems a little bit farther off, like start referring to yourself as that. And you might find that you start taking action a little bit differently if you're calling yourself a strategist. Like that feels it's like different than, oh, I'm just, you know, again, not just, but I'm I'm a, I'm a virtual assistant or, you know, I, I just help my clients with this, like refer to yourself as, as the title or the, the role that you want to embody. And what I see, and I've even done this for myself. Like I start taking action, like before my business was earning six figures, like I was like referring to my, like to myself, obviously I wasn't, you know, telling, saying this other people when it wasn't true, but I was like, I'm a six figure business owner. And if I, and again, if I am a six figure business owner, how am I going to take action? What kind of things am I going to do? Am I going to play smaller? Am I going to stretch myself a little bit bigger? Because that's what a six figure business owner would do. So, um, I encourage people to do that because like almost like without even realizing it, you're taking action based on that, that future person that you want to become. Absolutely. And it's, you know, some people refer to that as, you know, a bit woo or whatever. I'm mean, doing air quotes. You can't see <laughs> right. right now. But think about it, like where, where you sit, set your intention, like that is your anchor. That is your truth. And so to set that intention and, and move forward with that conviction, you know, really separates those that keep struggling versus those that start scaling. Love it. Okay. So if I have somebody that's listening right now that is like, this sounds really great. And this is where I could almost envision myself going. And this feels in line with where I want to take my business and what I want to start offering to my clients. What should my listeners do next? I know you have a really great um, thing that you're going to share with us here. Yes. Oh, I'm so glad I get to share this with folks here today. Because at the end of the day, like, I love empowering women entrepreneurs, especially moms. Like I'm there with you. 
on, on earning more, on bringing in that next six figures into your business or kickstarting your first, you know, $100,000 a year. And so one of the things that we found wildly helpful to help you get there is come join us for our million dollar mentor workshop. So this is, you know, really going to share with you the system that we have used over the last five years. You know, it's a proven system that's allowed us to support many multi-million dollar businesses and, and to do that in a way with ease and with grace and with, you know, feeling really good about offering a, a new way of thinking to your clients and in a way that allows you that freedom and also bring in a really great income that you can support your family with from home. Awesome. So we have a special link for you to go get signed up for that. It's in the show notes. So definitely go grab that because I know that if you love this conversation, if your ears are perked up a little bit, then you definitely want to go check this out. And Lane, as we start to wrap this up, I would love for you just to share any bit of encouragement or wisdom that you might have for somebody who is kind of in the trenches and feeling it right now in their business and they're looking to up-level, looking to pivot, looking to maybe bring more income in without working more hours, what would advice or encouragement would you share with that person listening today? Yes. Well, one very tactical, practical, practical thing I would share is if you are interested in the million dollar workshop to also grab a VIP ticket while you are um, signing up, because in that I'm going to give you several shortcuts to see that happen for you faster, to help, you know, really see who you already are and just allow that to come forward in crafting your super sexy offers that you can make out there in the world. Um, and so the VIP ticket is a great and simple way to tactically do that. And then maybe taking even a step back is I love to invite people to consider what their future self is inviting them to do. So, you know, Aubrey, what's your future self October of next year, uh, of 2023, what are, what would they tell you to be doing in this moment? Would they be telling you to play it safe? Would they be telling you to contract? Would they be telling you to, um, you know, you know, squash down your dreams or would they be telling you to go for it? Would they be telling you to, you know, take that step forward? Would they be telling you to, Hey, I'm so glad you did that thing, even though it was scary because now I'm on the other side and I see how amazing it is right now. I see this not only like how much we've grown in the past year, but I see this other big, bold, bright, beautiful future ahead of us now. I love that. What a great way to to think about things, to encourage you, right? Like if you think about that, and I, I mean, I'll, I'll do that even now, like looking back, of course, like looking forward is great too, but you know, looking back even sometimes I'm like, if last year me would have known like where we would get to, you know, it's easy in the moment to feel like giving up, to feel like, well, I'm never going to make it or I feel like I've been doing this for so long and it's never going to pay off. And oftentimes I, in, in my experience, and I don't know about you, Lane, but when I feel those, those feelings, I'm usually like right on the brink of having a breakthrough. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes like, you know, I don't just encourage people just to keep trudging along. Like it's important, like what you teach too, to like, look at the data, look at what is, what is working, maybe what is not, what can you fix too, but don't, be so short, short-sighted and not realize like sometimes it, you are so close to that and you just have to keep plugging along. Yes. I love the the phrase I've heard used before, which is, you know, the breakdown is right before the breakthrough. 
Mm-hmm. Is that sometimes like you're in this, like, you know, even a, a dark night of the soul, but oftentimes that's what is required of you to break through to the next level. You know, a seed doesn't emerge until it's buried in the ground in darkness. And so what is that going to take for you to really be moving towards, towards light and becoming that next beautiful version of yourself? So good. I love this. I love this conversation, Lane. Thank you so much for coming on today and sharing all of this with us. I know my audience is going to love this. Of course, grab that link in the show notes to get signed up for the workshop. But can you please tell my listeners where they can learn more about you and what you have to offer and all the other places to connect with you? Yes, absolutely. It's been such a pleasure to be on this podcast with you, Aubrey. Thank you so much for having me. And I would love to connect with anyone that this really resonated with. Go ahead and connect with me. You can hop over to my website at lanebooth.com. It is spelled with a Y in there. So L-A-Y-N-E-B-O-O-T-H.com. And then I love to hang out on LinkedIn. So you can find me over there on LinkedIn as well, spelled the same way, L-A-Y-N-E-B-O-O-T-H. Perfect. Thank you so much for chatting with us today. We'll again link all of that stuff up in the show notes so everybody can go and grab all those important links. But I appreciate you taking the time today to chat with my audience. My pleasure, Aubrey. Thanks again. Hey friends, that was such a great episode with Lane and I wanted to pop in real quick before the end of the episode to share the link to Lane's Million Dollar Mentor Workshop that is happening on October 20th. So it is led by Lane Booth who, as you heard in this episode, is a number ninja and dashboard designer and she will be sharing her exact system to support small businesses to scale to six and seven figures and beyond by harnessing the right metrics for growth that most others are ignoring. So I totally want you to go check Check this out absolutely 100% free to learn more from Lane and all about what she was talking about in this podcast episode today. If numbers are your thing, you're definitely going to want to go check this out. So you can go to aubrey.scalemybizlive.com. That's aubrey.scalemybizlive.com. I will link that up in the show notes for you so that you can go get signed up for the workshop that's happening on October 20th with Lane. I know you're going to love it. So definitely go check this out and I will catch you in the next episode. Thank you for choosing to spend some time with me today. I appreciate you so much. If you haven't yet, I would love it if you would leave me a review on iTunes and share this episode in your Instagram stories and tag me. By sharing and reviewing, you can help spread the message so we can reach more entrepreneurs who are ready to scale their business to new heights. I will see you in the next episode.